We're glad you're listening to Rhema for Today. And it came to pass as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness. And behold, the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Welcome to Rhema for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. This week, we went back into the archives and found a series by Kenneth E. Hagan that we know will be life-changing. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about how to get this month's special radio offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to invite you to open them to the Acts of the Apostles, the seventh chapter. And the 55th verse, 55th verse of the 7th chapter of Acts said, But he, this is speaking about Stephen, the first martyr, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God. I want to notice particularly it said that he saw the glory of God. Now we feel the glory of God in manifestation among us quite frequently. We are conscious of his glory. And as we walk with him we are changed from glory to glory. But here he said he saw something. What did he see? Going to the Old Testament, and these Jews here on this day well understood what he meant when he said he saw the glory of God. But going to the Old Testament, we'll notice a number of scriptures going real fast, so if you can't follow me, write them down and look them up later. Exodus the 16th chapter, the 7th verse said, And in the morning, then shall ye see the glory of the Lord. For that he heareth your murmurings against the Lord, and what are we that ye should murmur against us? Now the tenth verse of Exodus 16 said, And it came to pass as Aaron spake unto the whole congregation of the children of Israel, that they looked toward the wilderness, and behold the glory of the Lord appeared in the cloud. Then in Exodus, the 29th chapter, the 43rd verse, And there I will meet with the children of Israel, and the tabernacle shall be sanctified by my glory. Exodus chapter 40, verse 34 and 35. Then a cloud covered the tent of the congregation, and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter into the tent of the congregation because the cloud abode thereon and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. In Leviticus the ninth chapter, we're going to read the fourth verse, the sixth verse, and the 23rd verse. Also a bullock and a ram for peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord, and a meat offering mingled with oil. For today the Lord will appear unto you. 
And Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord commanded that ye should do, and the glory of the Lord shall appear unto you. And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of the congregation and came out and blessed the people. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the people. Numbers chapter 14, verse 10. And all the congregation bade stone them with stones. And the glory of the Lord appeared in the tabernacle of the congregation before all the children of Israel. Numbers chapter 16, verse 19, and then we'll read verse 42. And Korah gathered all the congregation against them under the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the glory of the Lord appeared unto all the congregation. And it came to pass when the congregation was gathered against Moses and against Aaron, that they looked toward the tabernacle of the congregation, and behold, the cloud covered it, and the glory of the Lord appeared. Numbers chapter 20, verse 6. And Moses and Aaron went from the presence of the assembly unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation, and they fell upon their faces, and the glory of the Lord appeared unto them. 1 Kings chapter 8, verse 10 and verse 11. And it came to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place that the cloud filled the house of the Lord so that the priests could not stand to minister because of the cloud. For the glory of the Lord had filled the house of of the Lord. Then 2 Chronicles chapter 5 verses 11 through 14. And it came even to pass when the priests were come out of the holy place for all the priests that were present were sanctified and did not then wait by course. Also the Levites which were the singers all of them of Asap, of Heman, of Jeduthun with their sons and their brethren, being arrayed in white linen, having cymbals and psalters and harps, stood at the east end of the altar, and with them a hundred and twenty priests sounding with trumpets. And it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers were as one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanking the Lord, and when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music and praised the Lord, saying, For he is good, for his mercy endureth forever, that then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of the Lord, so that the priest could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud, for the glory of the Lord had filled the house of God. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles chapter 7, verses 1 and 2. Now when Solomon had made an end of praying, 
the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offering and the sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. And the priest could not enter into the house of the Lord, because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And uh, there are many more scriptures. That's all we're going to read at the present moment. But that's what Stephen saw when he said he saw the glory of the Lord. Those Jews understood that because the glory of the Lord appeared that way and filled the house of God. It looked like a cloud very often. Filled the house. And so they understood what he's talking about when he said he saw the glory of the Lord. Now, whether you ever see the glory of God in this life or not, when you leave here, that's where you're going. The 73rd Psalm, the 24th verse said, Thou shalt guide me with thy counsel, and afterwards receive me to glory. There is a glory world. And sometimes that glory world is manifested in this world. Hallelujah a supernatural manifestation of the power of God. I know exactly what Stephen saw because I saw that glory. I was born again, you know my testimony, on the 22nd day of April, 1933, at 20 minutes to 8 o'clock on a Saturday night in the south bedroom of 405 North College Street in the city of McKinney, Texas. When I was born again, I was bedfast. August of that same year, four months afterwards, almost to the day, like about six days, four months afterwards, 1933, August the 16th of 1933, at 1.30 in the afternoon, this was a Thursday, and it can get quite hot down in Texas just like it can in Tulsa. And on that particular day, the temperature got to 106 degrees. That's in the shade. And we didn't have air conditioning in those days. Windows are all open. The doors are all open. Trying to get a little breeze if you can, if there's any. But yet my body is so cold that they gathered up, barred uh, uh, hot water bottles from the neighbor's put them around my body trying to warm me up the temperature over 100 degrees. Heated bricks wrapped them up in newspaper and blankets and put it around me. I knew all the morning I was dying. At 1.30 in the afternoon, as my little brother who was nine years of age at that time, my youngest brother, stood there by my bedside when death came upon me and fastened its final throes upon my, upon my body. I said to him, run and get mama quick. I want to tell her goodbye, I'm dying. He ran out of the room like a shot. And that whole room suddenly was filled with a cloud, brighter than the sun shining on snow. Did you ever see the sun, you know, shining on snow? It glistens, so bright. The whole room was filled with that glory. And I left my body. And I ascended. You see, if you're a Christian, when you leave here, you go up. If you're a sinner, when you leave here, you go down. The spirit of man is eternal. 
Amen. And there is a spirit world. And so I began to ascend in that cloud of glory. And I got up about where the top of the house should be, not the ceiling of the room, though this was an old house like they used to build, you know, down Texas. Ceiling was nine feet tall. But this is a, a story and a half, almost a two-story building. And I was up about where the roof should be in that glory. And I heard a voice in the English language. I believe it was Jesus didn't see him. But I heard the voice, a man's voice, spoke in the English language and said, Go back. Go back. Go back to the earth. You can't come yet. Your work on earth is not done. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Our offer this month, uh, my CD, Keep the Fire Burning, uh, your dad's actually six CDs yes. of the Holy Spirit series. And I will tell you, you know, if you're there and you really do not understand uh, the place that the Holy Spirit has in our life, this is a great series yes. to have. And then your book, How to Fulfill Your Divine Destiny, it's so important that we fulfill the plan that God has for right. us. That's for a gift of $40 or more. Just go right now to your device to rhema.org and order it, and it'll be right out the door on the way to you. That's right. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Faith 99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.